What the fuck is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Ass Cheeks Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Taylor. I'm going to try to make this episode quick because I sound like shit because I kind of feel like shit. I think it's just allergies. I don't know if that is the case. Okay, so I didn't have allergies whenever I lived in Charlotte. Never had a problem with them. Everybody always said North Carolina is a terrible, terrible allergy market. I know because I sold allergy medication. Medication. Wow, I can't fucking talk. Um, anyways, allergies are supposed to be really bad in North Carolina and I never had a problem. But I do know whenever you move different places, you can be allergic to different things, different there's different like allergens, pollen, all that kind of shit. So if I am developing allergies living in Florida, I'm gonna get my fucking happy ass out of here because this sucks. Like I never really get sick, so I realize when I do get sick, when I don't feel good, I'm a baby about it. I'm a huge fucking baby about it. I'm hypersensitive to it. And yeah, the last couple of days, I've just kind of felt shitty. So I'm recording this episode from my couch and I'm going to try to make it quick. I almost didn't even record an episode tonight because I really don't have anything like super exciting to talk about, but... I was trying to be consistent and uh, at least just be consistent and not necessarily planning out big topics that I want to talk about, but just coming on every week and talking about things that are going on in my life. The reason that I like doing that, not just because I'm trying to like, I don't know, I think people can relate to shit. Obviously, some of it is for attention. Duh. Like if you're posting anything like this, like putting this type of you know, (laughs) shit out there. You want some kind of attention. Um, But also for me, I like it because it's kind of like a time capsule of my life and things that I'm going through. And I like that I can go back and like listen to shit that I was going through at different times. I was listening to episodes of the Boats and Hose podcast that I used to record with my friend Time and Farley. Uh, I was listening to some of those episodes the other day and like, some they somewhat make me want to cringe because I was going through such an emotional time in my life and also it was like a lot of me talking about me uh but I really miss my conversations with Ty like we had some fucking good conversations and like I said I was going through a lot of shit at that time in my life and I like being able to listen back now and although it does make me fucking cringe sometimes listening to some of the shit it's cool to like be able to reflect back on that and see different times in my life. And like that, we recorded that at like when I was going through some like major shit in my life. So, uh, where am I going with that? Oh yeah. That's why I am still recording this podcast while I'm doing this now. And like, I think for a while I was trying to come up with, I don't know. I wanted my podcast to be impactful and I wanted to like talk about shit that mattered and blah, 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 blah. And I was trying to like plan things out and I just started to hate it. And so what I like is just fucking talking. And I feel like it's like the times whenever I'm just alone in my car or like in the shower or at the gym or whatever, when I have these conversations with myself in my head and I'm like, fuck, like I wish somebody was recording this shit right now because I feel like this is like, some real shit that a lot of people could relate to. And it's a lot of stuff that I've learned about like life through things that I've been through that I want to share with other people. That's why I wanted to have a podcast. So I wanted to be more consistent about coming on at least once a week and talking about whatever I'm going through. And a lot of that has been about dating. Um, Most of it has been about like dating relationships and things like that. I've talked some about like family stuff, some about my career. Um, but a lot of it has been interpersonal relationships and like mental health and stuff like that. So speaking of mental health, it's May 1st. Can you fucking believe that? Like we're already almost next month is June and that's six months. Like we're already ha- almost halfway through the year. I guess not quite. Cause it would be the end of June, but anyways, it's fucking May. <laughs> Where the hell is the time going? It's kind of scary. Like, I feel like January just happened. So May is Mental Health Awareness Month. If you or anyone you know is struggling with depression, speaking of depression, I was doing some calculations earlier. And by calculations, I mean, I was counting back the days to the last time I had sex. And I realized... 
I can count on one hand the amount of times that I've had sex. Okay. I can count on one finger the amount of times that I have had sex in the last six months. That is not okay. I was like, no wonder I've been depressed. Like, what the fuck? I don't know. I am so fucking single. I haven't really been dating. I come on the podcast. I talk about different people that I maybe been talking to or like I've gone on a couple of dates or whatever. But like I have been so fucking single for a while. I mean, ever since I moved to Florida, especially even before that, I haven't been in a relationship in like a couple of years, but I haven't really even been seeing somebody on a consistent basis for like about the same amount of time. Like I never did. Anyways, moved to Florida. Like I've tried to kind of put myself out there a little bit more lately and like trying to meet people and put myself in a position to where I can be going on dates and like, I don't know. But I've been single as fuck, so I haven't been having any sex. And I remember, you know, sex and like orgasms and all of that is really fucking good for your mental health. No wonder I've been feeling so down. No, actually, the truth of the matter is I do feel fucking great. Where was I going with this? Oh, yeah. May is Mental Health Awareness Month. If you or someone you know is struggling with depression, get some fucking help. Go to therapy. Um... I think everybody should go to therapy. Oh my God, maybe. There's some shit that I want to talk about. What do I made like a little list. I don't even know what I do want to talk about, but okay. (laughs) This episode is going to be really obnoxious and hard to follow because I'm all over the fucking place. I said I have nothing to talk about, but I actually do have some things to talk about. Some of the, I'm in a good place lately. Like I, I am super fucking happy with my career right now. Florida is growing on me. I'm still not like a hundred percent sold on it, but I'm starting to like it a little bit more than I did when I first moved here. I can really actually see myself living here. I'm sorry. I'm going to try to not do that the whole fucking episode, but like I am so fucking stuffy right now. Anyways, Florida is growing on me and I'm trying to... Uh, picture a life for myself here and I can um but I'm also trying to still be open because with my job like I mean I'll probably stay in the position that I'm in for the next like year or so but it's not meant to be a forever position and like it's you're it's meant to take you somewhere else and that could be relocating somewhere else so I'm trying to remain open to like living wherever like uh, either staying where I'm at in Florida or like moving somewhere else in Florida or moving to another state entirely. I don't know. So I'm trying to not be like totally sold on it, but I am starting to get out more and like do more in Florida so that I see like the benefits of living here and like some of the reasons like why it's pretty fucking dope to live here actually. So I have that going for me. So yeah, I'm feeling like I'm in a pretty good place. I have been, I do like coming on the podcast and talking about shit that I'm going through, but I also am trying to be sensitive about like who else is involved in that. Let's talk about men, for example. Like if I think maybe I haven't like dated or talked to anyone seriously enough since I started the podcast to like really be concerned about their feelings. There has been like a couple of guys that I've talked about and on different episodes in the podcast. And I have like talked to them ahead of time and been like, Hey, like I like, I know they listen to the podcast, whatever. I've been like, Hey, are you cool with me talking about this or whatever? But nobody has any idea who any of these people are. I mean, some like Chels or like one of my, like my mom or somebody super fucking close to me might know who I'm talking about in the episodes, but like some random people following me on Instagram don't know who I'm talking about or like, you know what I mean? My acquaintances, nobody in the, those men's lives know that I'm like recording those episodes about them. So like, I'm very, I try to be very respectful of people's privacies. And that's something that I have been thinking about more with like being interested and wanting to date. Like, I don't know I'm not like looking for a relationship, but I could be more open to it than I have been like in the past. And I, I definitely know I do want to 
like be open to dating again for a lot of reasons. And hopefully I'll talk about it. I have that in my notes for this episode, but who knows if I'll get through them because I can't stay on one fucking thought train. So yeah, I've been more open to like the idea of dating or whatever and like pot, like putting myself in a relationship again. I know a lot of it has been me like not being vulnerable enough to put myself in that place the last couple of years because I've been like really guarded. I've gone through some fucking shit and um, I just wasn't like in a place mentally or emotionally where I was ready to give that power to somebody and like that's something even in itself that I'm working on going through therapy right now like for some reason not for some reason I know it's because of relationships that I've been through and relationships that I witnessed growing up to me I feel like when I put myself in a relationship I'm giving somebody else power over me like I know it's not supposed to be like that I don't know if it's more like the relationships that I've put myself in or the people that I've committed myself to or however that was like a reflection of myself I don't know but that's something that I'm trying to like be more aware of and like instead of seeing a relationship as something to like push me and that I could like another way for me to grow because it is all relationships Like it's a good way to look at relationships like mirrors. Like it really helps you learn more about yourself, especially if you're open to it, you're introspective and you're willing to like self-reflect and fucking look inward. You can really learn a lot about yourself from different interpersonal relationships. I've learned a lot about myself from relationships with people that like just that not even super close to me, but just relationships other like friendships and stuff like that with people that I've spent the last couple of days with. Like I've really fucking learned a lot about myself. Maybe I'll talk about that if we have time. So anyways, I've been open to the idea of like being in a romantic relationship again or whatever. And I want to, like, I don't want to fucking be single forever. I would like to be in a relationship again eventually. I'm not looking for it, but whenever the right thing like fits for me, then hell yeah, I want to be open to that. And I've had to think about like having a podcast or the kinds of even just like the kinds of pictures that I post on Instagram and stuff like that. Like right now, I mean, anybody that's seen my Instagram, you know, the type of pictures that I post and like, would I post those things if I was in a relationship? Probably not. Like a lot of the things I post, I wouldn't, but I haven't had to think from that perspective for several years because I have not been in any type of relationship at all where I've had to be considerate of somebody else's feelings in that regard. Like what I'm posting or whatever what could come across as like attention seeking attention seeking behavior see I can't talk because my nose is so fucking stuffy um like it could be looked at like I'm seeking attention from other men or whatever I'm aware of all of that like I'm not a fucking moron I thought a lot about that or it really kind of hit me Whenever I was talking to the guy that had a daughter, I mentioned him, I believe it was in the last episode. And um, he, I mentioned that like the little, his daughter's mom um, had passed away. And so like a lot of kind of like what he was looking for is um, like not just like a stepmom for his daughter, but like a mom for his daughter, like somebody to like fill that void. And I think he felt like a lot of responsibility to fill that for her. And I was thinking about myself, like, yeah, I want to be a mom someday. Like I love kids. I would love to have kids someday. If I meet the right person and fall in love and like our relationship evolves into that, then yeah, I would love for that to happen. And would I post the kind of pictures that I post right now if I was a mom? Probably not, like not all of them. Um, But again, that's something that I haven't had to think about. And even if I were to get pregnant right now, I would still have nine months. Like I've always thought of like, like becoming a mom or whatever. I've thought that like I, I would evolve into that and like things would change. Even just like with being in a relationship, again, like the kinds of pictures that I post, the things that I talk about on my podcast, 
whatever. Like I have always just thought of it from a single woman's perspective. I haven't had to think about it, like being in a relationship, being a girlfriend, being a wife, being a mom, whatever. And uh, yeah, I can see myself being all of those things someday, but I thought it was something that I would evolve into and like maybe evolve into with somebody. It wasn't like I just was thinking I would step into this role or like I was like auditioning for something like that's I made a video about that a while ago. I wish I could find it. I need to play the audio. But like, like, I don't want to feel like I'm lobbying for a position like I'm lobbying to be your wife or I'm like like I'm trying to make myself seem wifeable like I am trying to like make post things on Instagram or whatever the fuck that's going to make a man come along and want to pick me. And like, I'm the one that he, like he's looking for a wife and a mother to his kids. And I want to make myself look like I would be all these things that like to show him that like, I'm the best, the best pick for that position. I don't give a fuck. Like, I just want to be, I just want to be me. And be comfortable being me and the right person come along and love me for that. Like, I don't want to try to make myself into what I think men want because you can only pretend to be somebody for so long. Like if all of those things are not true of me, why would I try to imitate them or replicate them or whatever? Because I could only do it for so long. And eventually it would probably be fucking miserable. We both would be miserable because I would have fooled him. And like, I just think it's so fucked up. So I... I don't know. Like, I don't want to say I don't, I I always consider like my, my job. And like, again, I think I talked about this in the last episode, like my, or no, no, no. I talked about it in the episode with Dr. Quipish, I think like just having nieces and nephews. Like I think about that kind of stuff, like the kinds of pictures that I post now and like what I want my nephew to see this, like what I want my niece to see this. Like I'm, it's things that like I haven't thought about before that I am kind of becoming more aware of now, but more so I, again, it's more like, I don't want it's for me and like the relationships with the people around me, not because I want to make myself be somebody that somebody wants to marry or whatever, but with being potentially open to dating and relationships again and everything I have thought about, my social media and the kinds of things that I talk about on my podcast. And I'm not going to change any of those things immediately, but if I was seriously dating somebody or whatever, I would want them to be comfortable with the kinds of things that I have on my Instagram, the pictures that I show, uh, the things that I talk about on my podcast, especially as it relates to them. Like I talk openly on my podcast about dating and sex and relationships and stuff like that. And a lot of it has been from based on like my personal experience, I have shared a lot of personal stories and things like that. And I do again, try to like protect everybody's privacy. So nobody really knows who I'm talking about, but I've thought about that. Like, since I am so open about those things and if I am starting to date other like guys again, like talk to other guys and they listen to my podcast, they see my Instagram, whatever they see the kinds of things that I talk about and what I'm posting about or whatever. I don't want them to think that like I would air all of their business out there. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want them to think that the a relationship is just content for me or like something to record a podcast about a relationship would be, that would be my priority or the people that are around me, the people in my life, the people that I love, those are my priority, like over the podcast, over social media or whatever. I started saying all of that because I was talking about recording podcasts and like being open about what's going on in my life and things like that. And that's like what my approach has been with the podcast and how I want it to be. I just want it to really just be kind I don't know, kind of representative about like the things that I'm going through in my life right now. Um, and I said, like, there's not a lot going on in my life. And a lot of the things that I am going through right now or processing through involve people that are close to me and out of respect for them, I don't want to talk about it on the podcast. And these are situations where I couldn't talk about it on the podcast and like people not know what I'm talking about. Like it would be really obvious. And, um, yeah, I'm just not in that place. So I was saying all of that to say it's mental health awareness month. 
I am, I always talk about my fucking mental health and like times whenever I'm feeling depressed and anxious and stuff like that. And I always want to be open about that because I think we should be like, it's, that's the kind of shit that's real. Not like making everything look fucking perfect on Instagram and everything. And, um, so yeah, for the most part with me, I feel like everything's going really good right now, but there is some shit that I'm kind of trying to like work through and, um, but I can't, I'm not at like a place where I can really talk about it right now, but it did make me think about all that shit with like dating and relationships and, um, I realized that I've been really, I realized that I'm really selfish with my time. I, I think I mentioned, I don't know. I went to the beach and then I went to Texas and then I went back to the beach and then now I'm home. But I feel like for the last two weeks, I've spent a lot of my time, like most of my time around other people. And I'm not used to that, dude. Like, I, again, have been single for a long time. I, like, never really have roommates. I always live alone. I did for a while whenever I was in Charlotte. I feel like I sound awful because my nose is so fucking stuffy. I'm going to have to wrap this up quickly. Um, But, yeah, I've spent, like, out of the last several years and really just with the pandemic and everything, like, and everybody was isolated. I wasn't isolated are quarantined with somebody. I was quarantined by myself. So I really got comfortable being alone and like, um, just like being on my own schedule and like kind of being in control of everything. And I've realized that I've gotten really selfish with my time. So the last couple of weeks I've been around a lot of people like nonstop. I mean, not, it hasn't always been a lot of people, but I mean, there's been very few times whenever I've been alone and, um, or times whenever like I've kind of been in control of the schedule. Like I kind of have been on other people's time for like the last two weeks and my patience or lack thereof surrounding that <laughs> made me realize how fucking selfish I am right now. And that's another thing that I've thought about with like being in a relationship. Like I was like, okay, like you th- I have these times where I'm feeling lonely or like times whenever I've had like a hard day or I'm like upset about something or whatever. Or I just am lonely or like, oh, I realize I've only had sex once in the last six fucking months and I just want to get laid or something like that. And I'm like, oh, I wish I had like a stud, like a boyfriend. I could have like steady, consistent sex and a healthy sex life, not just with myself uh, because there's so many benefits to like good sex. We'll talk about that like in another episode I was talking to this man earlier um in response to a poll that I posted and we'll get to that as well um but he messaged me about how he like didn't believe in premarital sex and I am respectful about his uh, opinion but I respectfully dis-a-fucking-gree I used to I guess I didn't like really believe or was like really anti-sex before marriage for religious purposes because I've had plenty of premarital sex so I obviously didn't prioritize it that much but I will say because of my religious beliefs or what I thought my religious beliefs were my um just how I was raised and like the church that I was raised up in and my thoughts surrounding it, whatever. Yeah. I thought like, you're definitely not supposed to have sex before marriage. And that's so fucking bad. If you do that, your relationship's doomed and it's never going to last or whatever. Now I don't believe any of that shit. And I actually think that, um, premarital sex is important. I think that it's important to have sex with somebody, before you get married to like make sure that you guys are compatible in that regard because I do think that sex is very very important in a relationship and healthy sex lives well sex is important for all of our overall health okay so again we'll talk about that on another episode but anyways uh so (laughs) whenever I'm thinking about being in a relationship like the things that I the things that happen that make me want to be in a relationship, wanting the comfort of somebody, wanting somebody to cuddle with at night, wanting somebody to wake up to, wanting somebody to do things with, wanting somebody to go through shit with, wanting to just have somebody to talk to, wanting good sex, whatever. Like 
I can't just think about those things. I have to think about everything that goes into being in a relationship. And it's not just about having all the good things about being in a relationship. It's about putting up with the shit that fucking sucks as well. And that may be like not being on your own schedule and not being selfish with your fucking time. Like it's not the Ashley show all the fucking time. It may be to me, but it's not to everybody else and everybody around me. And I've spent so much time alone the last couple of years. Like, um, I feel like the most time I had, Definitely like the most time I had around other people was with my job because I work in sales. So like I, you know, you, however, if you're working a full-time job, like however, you know, 40 hours a week or whatever. So like 40 hours a week consistently, I was around other people. But outside of that, I did spend a lot of time alone because I wasn't in a serious relationship. I really... I was kind of depressed and like wasn't, I didn't have like a whole lot of a social life. If I did, a lot of it was through like, honestly, through like social media or like virtual things. And a lot of that is because my friends and like the people closest to me are all over the place. I was thinking about that today. Some of my like closest relationships and like the people that I admire the most don't live anywhere near me. And I do have to keep in touch with them virtually because it's not... I am starting to see them more. I will say since I moved to Florida, everybody wants to come to Florida. That's why I have spent so much time the last couple of weeks around other people. Um, so I do see them more now, but there was a big chunk of time the last several years, aside from the pandemic and people being quarantined or whatever, uh, like we weren't traveling to see each other a lot. So I was maintaining these relationships virtually. Um, but yeah, I haven't been around somebody consistently, like even my family, my family all lives in Indiana. Like I see them a couple of times a year. It was different whenever I lived there. I saw them all the time. Like, I mean, every Sunday we had like family dinner and that was, a, I mean, that was just one day out of the week. Like we probably saw each other more than that. Now I don't have that. Like, and even with moving to Florida, like, or I had moved to Charlotte and I was there for three years, whatever, long enough to have like solid friends. But honestly, a lot of the, the closest relationships that I built, though, I lost those people like through ways that fucking sucked. And, um, that's again, probably part of the reason why I moved. But I think also part of the reason why I have been so guarded and kind of like, uh, reclusive in a sense and like shut myself off from people. It's almost like I've been scared to like really get too close to people just to be vulnerable enough that they're going to like fucking leave or like something's going to happen to them or whatever. So now that I feel like I'm realizing that like the only person that I'm really hurting by doing that, like I'm not protecting myself in the long run, I'm hurting myself or like I'm overly protecting myself and that's actually hurting myself because it's not good to be like that. Like I realize I do want to have interpersonal relationships aside from, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, like relationships being mirrors and you kind of being able to learn more about yourself through the more interpersonal relationships you have. I mean, that's, one of the benefits of it, but then all these other things, like I've said, just like not wanting to be or like that feeling lonely or the selfish things that I want being in a relationship. I also have to be aware of the work that it takes, like going into it. And so, yeah, th those are just some of the things that I have, I don't know, started to realize about that. Okay. I hope that all made sense. Being selfish with my time. Yeah. Okay. What else is going on? Um, I have been living for the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial. I don't know if you have, like if anyone else is paying attention to this as much as I am. I think people are because it was like, I really don't watch the news. I really don't watch any TV at all, except I do watch fucking Ozark and they just released like the second part of the last season which is kind of sad in a way like I don't want it to fucking end I'm not ready for it to end but I'm glad that they're ending it before shit gets fucking weird like I feel like some of those shows they drag on like what um The Walking Dead I never really got into that but it was on for like 
53 fucking seasons or something ridiculous like that right like is it still on tv i don't know i just feel like some of those shows they drag out forever and ever and ever and then it just gets fucking stupid what's another one sons of anarchy i fucking love that show but the last several seasons were fucking depressing and just weird dexter i love that show and then it got fucking weird and now they're bringing it back and i'm kind of scared to watch it but i don't know maybe it's anyways ozark is fucking great i'm excited to watch like the last um the last half of the last season and also sad but aside from that the only other thing that i've been watching is the johnny depp amber heard trial and it is fucking crazy it's really sad i think she has some like well they both clearly have mental health issues but um i think she's the one that's physically abusive i think he obviously has a drug and alcohol problem the thing that has been the most interesting about it to me though is from everything what she hasn't testified yet so like i'm excited to hear her get on the stand and like hear her side of things although i know she's fucking lying about everything i really just want to like hear her speak and try to figure out a little bit more of like how her brain works but it seems so far from everything that has been presented and from Johnny Depp's testimony and like the cross-examination and everything, they were in a completely fucking toxic relationship. Both of them are toxic together. And it seems like how they have been in this relationship is a direct reflection of the shit that they experienced growing up and like the relationships that they saw growing up. And I've talked about that on the podcast a million fucking times and like how I think the things that we experience like as children the relationships that we see affect our view of love and like what a relationship is supposed to look like what it's supposed to feel like and how that affects the relationships that we form as we get older and this is a great fucking example of that and it's sad because like if they would have just if pe- if they would have just been open to that like to working through that maybe gone to therapy or whatever or just been having like open conversations i don't mean just with each other but with themselves or with other people even leading up to that relationship way before that relationship really dissecting the traumas that they went through as children and how that has affected them and shaped their view on life and relationships and all that and is that healthy or or is it, do things need to kind of be skewed a little bit? Do you need to look at it a different way? Instead, they both seem to just numb all of that, all of the pain and all of the trauma that they experienced in their younger years with drugs and alcohol, and then try to deal with it like that fucking head on. And it just was a fucking disaster of a relationship. So I, it's, I, I think that, she was the one that was physically abusive. I think he, like, obviously, some of the shit that he has said and the messages that have been read of shit that he has said are fucking crazy. So he's probably, he was, like, verbally abusive as well. But, yeah, I think both of it is, like, they're bo- how they both have acted in this relationship is a direct reflection of the things that they've seen growing up. And they have shared that. Um, I think that he it's maybe going to be like hard for him to actually win this case, even though I think that she's fucking wrong. And like, I don't think that he was physically abusive. I think she was the one that was physically abusive. Um, but the case he's suing her for defamation. And so he has to like be able to prove that, that that piece that she wrote for the New York time or whatever, that that was actually, that it was about him. He has to prove that it was about him. And then he has to prove that, um, the reason that he lost all of his jobs or all of that money or whatever was because of that article. That's my understanding of it. Correct me if I'm fucking wrong or don't. I don't really give a damn, but that's what I'm taking out of it so far. And I don't, I feel like that might be a little tricky to try to prove, even though I totally agree. Like it's obvious that yeah, people were dropping him because you people we're just a bunch of pussies everybody's offended about everything and so you you have to be careful about who works for you and like their views on certain things and blah 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 how like they're representing you and if somebody's being labeled as a wife beater like that might not look good for the fucking disney channel so like i understand maybe why pirates of the caribbean thought they had to get rid of him because it doesn't look good to children that johnny depp or captain jack sparrow beats his fucking wife wife supposedly when he's 
cracked out on cocaine and Jack Daniels or whatever the fuck. He probably drinks something way nicer than that. Um, so yeah, I think it's going to be hard for him to prove that, but honestly, I don't think he really cares too much about that or the money necessarily sounds like he's rich as fuck or like, I can't even, I don't even know the numbers, but I heard something about how much money he, like how many millions and millions of dollars he was making off of each movie. It's like insane. So I think he's going to be all right without this, $50 million or whatever. I don't know. I think he's more so doing it for like, for his name. And it seems to be working because I think most people are on his side. Like I've heard a lot of, I've listened, I've listened to hours and hours and hours of the court hearing. I've listened to a lot of podcasts and stuff about it. Um, I haven't watched a lot of shit on the news. It's mainly just been like podcasting and people kind of like recounting, um, the trial and like their thoughts on it and all of that. Um, so yeah, I, I, sorry, I keep losing my own fucking train of thought. I think that he's more so doing it really just to like clear his name. And it seems like from everything that I've heard, most people are like on his side and think that she's fucking crazy and lying. Um, and it's fine. Like some people are like, I know it's 2022. We're not supposed to call women crazy. Some of us are fucking crazy. I have no problem admitting whenever I'm crazy. I know that I'm crazy. I think we all, we all can fucking be crazy. And I think we need to be self-aware of when it's happening. Um, I don't think it's too far off the fucking grid to call Amber heard crazy like if you've seen the tapes and you've heard some of this shit the bitch is a little fucking crazy and she needs to look inward if she's doubting that and and really see it or just watch the fucking tapes um so anyways i one thing that i will say the biggest thing that i've learned so far from this trial is never send a text that you don't want to have to explain on the fucking stand holy shit some of these messages are from 2013 Some of these messages are from nine years ago when when these people were fucked up on drugs and alcohol. Like, oh my God, I cannot even imagine the kind of shit I was texting my boyfriend nine years ago. I'm trying to even think. How old was I? Yeah, I was maybe not nine years ago, but let's even say seven years ago, not even that long ago. Like I'm more embarrassed about the shit I was saying seven years ago than I was like nine years ago. What could have possibly have come out? Like, holy shit. I'm not texting shit anymore. I'm going like, that is scary. And how do they get all these messages? That's what I was wondering. I was like, did they each like keep all this shit on their phones for the last nine years or whenever you're going to court can like they can they literally just like drum up whatever they want any number you've ever had they can pull up every text message you've ever sent and then you have to read it on the fucking witness stand back to what I said I know I can be fucking crazy I know I've been crazy I would hate to have to explain some of the things that I made me upset wow Um, so I was talking to this guy earlier, not earlier, this was like a couple of days ago and we were talking about like relationships and sex. And he was like, if you're in a relationship, how many times would you expect to have sex a week? I was like a week, how many times a day? Like, isn't that the benefit of being in a relationship? Like, or one of them, I'm not saying that's the only thing, but like, I don't know. And maybe I'm just comparing it because I, I have spent, I haven't been in a lot of serious relationships. I said, I've been single for the last couple of years. So, um, I, I have spent more time outside of a relationship in the last four or five years than I've spent in one, in one. That means if you can do the fucking math, the few really, the few relationships I have been in, have not lasted very long. So like normally whenever you first start dating somebody or whatever, and you're like fucking crazy about each other and you're fucking each other's brains out, that doesn't last forever. Right. I mean, I hope it does. That's, that's one of the reasons why I haven't settled down. Cause I'm like hoping to find somebody where like that honeymoon phase or whatever doesn't fucking burn out. Like I want it to like last longer than that. That's one of my biggest fears about being in a relationship is like, how do you stay crazy about each other? How do you stay 
they like it, like continue to like each other and like date each other, even into your married years or whatever. And like, like I've just seen a lot of people that are fucking crazy about each other at first. And I'm like, Oh my God, these two are so in love. Like they make me believe in true love. They're going to be together forever. And then nine months in they're fucking hate each other or they get married. Like they get married after being together for, you know, six or seven months or even like a couple of years or whatever and they stay married for a couple of years and then they don't like each other or they have a couple of kids and like they want to like strangle each other they like that scares me I don't want to feel like that I'm like okay I could do a relationship but like what kind of work do you have to put in to like make sure that I don't know, you still want to be in a relationship year or marriage or whatever years from now. Like, I don't want to do this shit nine or 10 times again, because I realize how much fucking work goes into it and how selfish I've been and how much work I need to do on myself as well. So I want to find the right person and get this shit right and do it together. So I don't have to keep going through this shit it just seems like a lot of fucking work. I'm going on a tangent now. Anyways, this dude asks me, how many times do you want to have sex if you're in a relationship? How many times per week do you expect to have sex? I thought daily. And again, maybe like my opinion doesn't really matter because I haven't been in a relationship long enough to answer this question fairly. But I hope so. I, I think there's a lot of benefits to having sex. It's great for your mental health. It's great just for like the bonding aspect of it. Maybe having sex every day is too much if it's for like the bonding aspect of it. I don't think it should be like a chore. I think it should be the connecting intimate thing that it's designed to be. So like if you're, you know what I mean? I don't think you should be fucking so many times a day just cause you're trying to fuck and like nut or whatever. Like I think that there, there should be more to it than that. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like if I, okay. So if I was in a relationship, I asked, I posted this question earlier to my Instagram the question was, if you're in a relationship, how many times a week do you want slash expect sex? The options were one to two, at least six to seven, somewhere in between, or we're lucky if it happens once a month. That's because I know, like I put that in there for some of the married people that I do know, like they're like, we don't even, we have so many kids and like so much shit to do. We don't even have time to have sex. Um, so the results were 25% of people said one to two times per week. 28% of people said six to seven times per week. 33% of people said somewhere between that. And 14% of people said we're lucky if it happens once a month. I'm so fucking sorry for you guys. For those, the ones that say we're like, if it happens once a month, that sucks. Just like I feel sorry for myself that I can count on one finger the amount of times I've had sex in the last six months. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, so anyways, when I first was asked that question or whenever I posted this to my Instagram and I even got some DMs like, what, what do you think? And I was like, oh, I'm going to share it on the podcast tonight. And I'm thinking, oh, at least six or seven. But the more I've thought about it, I feel like the realistic answer would be somewhere in between that. Because while I do think I mean, yeah, I'm like a horny person. I have a very high sex drive, especially being in my 30s. I've talked about this multiple times. I don't know what it is. Something about a woman like being in her 30s, the changes in your bodies. Uh, my doctor said like whenever I'm definitely like in the best shape that I've ever been. And I continue like growing into that. I mean, I know at some point I'm going to be getting older and that won't be happening, but really I ain't like now, I mean, I'm in way better shape now and healthier now than I was like in my early twenties. Um, and so being in your early thirties, the things that are happening in your body and like women's bodies are designed to make babies. So like you're literally designed to be horny, I guess, uh, whenever you're feeling great, like all parts of your body want to feel great. So just from that aspect of it, I feel like, yeah, if I was in a relationship, I would want to be having sex all the time because I'm single right now and I want to be having sex all the time. Clearly I'm not because if you haven't heard yet, I have had sex like one time in the last so many months anyways uh so I'm clearly not having sex because like I don't want to just be having sex with like fucking randos um and I my dating life you've heard me talk about is not shit lately um but if I was in a relationship I 
felt like when I first was asked that question, I was like, yeah, I would want to have sex all the time, but I guess it's probably not realistic. Um, and it's probably not realistic just because of life and like your schedules and all that. Like maybe if you first start dating somebody like in the first several months of your relationship, it's probably not healthy to like be together every single day. Um, it's important, I guess, like have lives outside of each other and to kind of let that relationship develop, like, you know, take its time, be patient with it. I think sometimes things are like way too much too fast and then they fizzle out just as fast as they started. So yeah, I guess maybe the more realistic answer would be somewhere between one to two times per week and at least six to seven times per week. Aside from just like timing of it, not being around each other all the time or whatever. Um, Again, I think that I do think that sex is very important in a relationship. I think that it is, it should be respected as that like bonding, intimate thing that it was designed to be. I don't think that it should just be like fucking just to fuck. And I think maybe that in order to not make it something like to make it just, you're just fucking just to fuck, you do have to kind of like, I don't know, treasure or value those times and maybe not do it every single day. I don't know. I'm interested to see what, um, like obviously I can read the numbers, but I like hearing people's like feedback more. So yeah, one guy messaged me earlier and he said that he didn't believe in having sex before marriage. And I've talked about that, not that specifically. I've talked about just like our society's casual view of sex today and how I feel like that's damaging in relationships. So like Whenever I was growing up, like I grew up going to Christian church, or it was actually non-denominational. Um, my dad's side of the family was Episcopalian. So like, I think that's kind of similar to Catholic. It's like super strict. Um, I was always taught that like sex before marriage is a bad thing. And then once I lost my virginity, it was like fucking over. And I've had plenty of premarital sex. So obviously I don't hold that value so much now. I guess even at times whenever, like when I was going to church and like, you know, drinking the Kool-Aid, I thought that like I like I felt like I was such a sinner and like such a bad person if I was having sex with my boyfriend and we're not supposed to have sex before marriage and all that. I do I do think that we can't look at sex like too casually. Like how I've mentioned in other episodes, like sex sometimes is more common than shaking somebody's hand. Like that's not okay. I, to me, like, I don't want to have sex like that. Like I don't want to have sex with just anybody. Like I, I do want it to be something special that I share with somebody that's special to me because I feel like if I don't, I just like start looking at it. Like it's a super casual thing and like, Oh, I'm going to fuck whoever just because I want to fuck because I'm horny. Like, then it doesn't really mean anything to me. So then when I'm in a relationship, I feel like it's not going to mean anything to me. And I want it to mean something to me. Um, I want it to be something that I value and that I value with somebody that I care about. So I'm not just out like, like I said, fucking just a fuck. Where am I going with all this? I'm totally a thousand percent just rambling. Let me look back at my notes and see if there's like any... Yeah, not so much. So I'm just going to wrap this up uh, and go to bed because, again, I feel a little bit shitty. So I'll be back hopefully next week talking some more shit. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Ash Cheeks podcast. Again, it's Mental Health Awareness Month. So seriously, honestly, I know I've been joking around a little bit. It is Mental Health Awareness Month. I think I just did something on the microphone, so that just got a little bit too loud. Um, it's mental health awareness. <laughs> Did I say that right? It's mental health awareness month. Um, if you are struggling with anxiety, depression, any of that shit, not to sound cheesy, but like it's seriously, we all fucking are seriously. We, we all are. And I do think it's important to talk to somebody, whether it be a friend or a family member or your mom or your dad. Honestly, I think those people probably aren't the best people to talk to about it. I know I personally don't talk to my mom and my dad whenever I'm feeling depressed and anxious. The reason being, I don't talk to my dad about that kind of stuff just because I feel kind of awkward having those kinds of conversations with him. Like my dad doesn't really get emotionally vulnerable with me. So, so 
I don't know. I, I do go to my dad whenever I'm like upset about certain things, but I don't ever just call my dad and be like, Hey, I'm depressed. Um, my mom, I'm a little bit more vulnerable with, with my emotions, but I'm not too vulnerable with her because I know how much she worries. So I don't want to tell her things. Like if I know I'm like going through like a depressed time or whatever, I don't want to tell my mom I'm depressed because I know she's going to like worry about me every day. And then she's going to like worry about herself and that she did something wrong and that I'm upset because of something that she did or just because she's like, I get that from her. She's a sensitive person in that regard. That's why I have a therapist because it's somebody that is not close to you that can give you like a completely unbiased opinion and not really even an opinion because a therapist's job is not to give you their opinions. Like they really just help you talk through things. And I know a big thing is like, the costs and people thinking they can't afford it. And that's one of the reasons why I didn't go to therapy for a long time. Cause I just assumed it was expensive. Um, but it's not, it's so affordable for everybody. It really is. I'm not just fucking saying that if you have health insurance, you can get, there's so many options to get free therapy. Even if you don't have health insurance, there's a lot of ways that you can get, um, free or very affordable therapy. I said this before last time, uh, whenever I mentioned this on the podcast, I did help touch, um, or a couple of people reached out. I connected them to a friend of mine who works in the mental health space and, um, they did get connected with, uh, one of them. I know for sure. Um, she did have to pay some, but it was like, they were, uh, providing services based on her income. Um, so it was affordable, affordable for her and a couple of other people actually did get it for free. One was, I know at least one was through their, um, through their health insurance and their employer. So there's options out there. Um, again, like, I think it's so important to just be working through, you're like taking uh kind of like scrolling through the mental Rolodex of like just where you're at like things that you've been through how it's affecting you today um don't become like fucking Johnny Depp and Amber Heard and bottle all that shit up and mix it with some fucking Jack Daniels and cocaine and then beat the shit out of each other and then now you're on trial and everybody's reading your messages from nine fucking years ago the embarrassing shit you said at three o'clock in the morning whenever you were fucked up and somebody just sliced your fucking finger off. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Ash Cheeks podcast. And in case no one has told you yet today, I love you. Oh, she, 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 she.